Hi, this is Dan. And this is David. Welcome to Campfire Stories. It's been a few weeks. Uh, I have some recordings that um, I've been working on, actually. Um, I know that I was uh, uh, talking to one of my guests that I had a couple of weeks ago, and I haven't had a chance to do all of the editing for his uh, episode, but I'm hoping to get it done. I was really hoping to get it done this weekend, but with potty training, our two-year-old um, just hasn't worked out uh, as well as I would have liked it to. Um, and these conversations that you and I have, Dave, tend to be a little bit easier to edit. Um, yeah. Well, for starters, they're usually a bit shorter and, uh, they're quicker to just kind of like double check all the audio, make sure everything sounds good. And, uh, it's kind of plug and play sort of thing. And then I can yeah. upload it and move on. Um, not that I don't take my time. It's just a you know, it's, it's become kind of routine, you know? Oh, sure. But anyway, yeah, exactly. And so when I have, when I have guests, I don't know, um, did you, did you get a chance to listen to the episode I had, uh, Chris on? Did you listen to the whole thing? Do you know? Uh, I did listen to about like the first maybe half of it. Um, Mm -hmm. I was in my car and my car, the speakers in my car are really soft so I always have trouble listening to quiet things. Uh, so it was a little too, it was a little too quiet for me uh, to catch it. And I haven't had a chance yet to listen to it with my headphones. So. Gotcha. Um, it was a really good episode and, uh, I was really pleased with it. Uh, I, I did too listen to it and, and notice that it was a little on the quieter side compared to other episodes that we've done. So that was, you know, um, an obstacle, I suppose, and something that I'll have to pay attention to a little bit more uh, going forward. Um, but as far as today goes, uh, we have our trip coming up in just a few weeks. Um, yeah, getting excited. I am. I know I, I, I certainly am. I know uh, Jesse and our two-year-old are going to be heading off to Texas, so... Uh, I've got the whole, the whole long weekend to head up to the Linville Gorge, mm-hmm. um, part of the Pisgah National Forest. Uh, I don't know too, too much. I think I, I researched more, um, when we were getting ready to do the Kentucky, uh, trip last year, I was researching a lot about that one, uh, cause I wanted to make sure that we got to see a couple of like certain things. Like I wanted to make sure that we had, uh, as many opportunities as we could to see all the, uh, the arches. Yeah. And I think the, the big thing about the Linville Gorge is the gorge itself. Um, from Uh, what I'm looking at, it's much, it's definitely smaller than the Daniel Boone national forest, but the Linville Gorge is just one small section of the Pisgah national forest. Yeah. Now the Linville Gorge section has, uh, does, is that where the old growth forest is inside that area or uh, it might be I, I know because, I keep coming across that in my research and I know yeah. if any if anyone else uh, has more specifics on the topic of the Linville, Linville Gorge uh, definitely let us know in an email or in the comments or something like that um, or if you've been to the Linville Gorge I know it's a very popular place amongst YouTube uh, you know, outdoorsmen and whatnot uh, to to throw up videos about the Linville Gorge, and I'm not saying that we will not do something similar. 
Um, I'll I'll be recording it for at least my own memory. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm getting excited. Uh, I know that this time you kind of got um, the short end of the stick with the longer drive, and I got the shorter drive. Uh, I was looking at That's it. That's okay. I was looking at it the other day, and it looks like mine's about 10 to 11 hours, whereas uh, our Kentucky trip was 14 pretty much for both of us. Yeah. Uh, it works out well for me. Uh, our sister lives uh, at exactly the halfway point, and she only lives 30 minutes off the interstate. Oh, so cool. I'm probably going to, on my way down, stop for a little bit, visit, take a rest, and then keep going in on my way back. I'll probably do the same thing. So, yeah. So now, we'll as far as gear, yeah, as far as stuff uh, like gear goes, um, you're not going to have to borrow too much this time, right? No, I was thinking I'm going to borrow. Uh, I still haven't bought a pot yet, like a cook set. Um, so I'm going to borrow that from Daryl since he's going to be at a wedding anyway. Um, Wait, what are you going to borrow from him? His pot or, or like uh, his, his, uh, his stove? Uh, the, the stove and the pot, the whole cook set, uh, basically. It's, it's the one thing that I need that I don't have. Um, which, I mean, yeah, we could probably get away with just having the one between us, but I'd like to have my own just in case. It's better to have two. Uh, <laughs> so. Yeah. I get that. Um, um, other than that, I really don't think that I need anything. I have my hammock. I have a raincoat. Uh, uh, we got I'm proud the, of you. This, this time you know? I think this will be the first time in uh, ever that you've really uh, been able to rely on your on your own gear. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's kind of a big deal. You pat yourself yeah. on the back, you know? I know. Finally, you know, five years later, we're getting everything together. <laughs> yeah. Um, but as, as, so you'll be using the ENO hammock, I assume. I will, yeah. Okay. I'm going to be uh, using my hammock, um, my Clark Jungle hammock. Um, we'll, we'll probably be using the same exact sleeping bags because uh, I, I do really enjoy my jungle bag, um, the Snug Pack jungle bag. That's. Oh pretty yeah, much, I'll be, I'll be having that with me too. Yeah, yep. that's my go-to. Like any 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 season lately, that's the bag I'm I'm usually going to unless I know that there's going to be snow or something like that. Um, but even if even if it gets down under 40 degrees, that 45 degree bag with a wool blanket is usually more than enough. Um, and then worst case scenario, I usually bring an SOL uh, bivy bag that I can throw everything inside of as well. And that usually adds like 10, 10 degrees of, uh, uh, warmth. So, you know, just in case, I mean, that won't be coming along with me cause you know, late May in, uh, the Carolinas, uh, shouldn't be, shouldn't be anything too cold, you know, a 45 degree bag in a four, four season hammock. Yeah, I, think you I'll be, be. I think I'll be plenty warm. Yeah. Nice and toasty. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then as far as, as far as, uh, the cook set goes, because I always kind of break up my stuff in like, um, a couple of things like cooking, um, cooking, uh, what is it? Cooking, hiking, and sleeping are, are my three main areas, right? Hiking is going to be like the stuff that I need to carry everything. So like the backpack and whatnot, yeah. um, or clothes, you know, uh, cause as much as clothes just aren't 
I don't know. I feel like for outdoorsy people or in, in general, um, clothes aren't one of those things that, um, you see a lot of reviews on, you know, like people like buying cook sets, people like buying backpacks, you know? Um, so when you, when you jump online and start looking for reviews on this kind of stuff, you find reviews on cook sets and you find reviews on, um, sleeping bags or backpacks and whatnot, but you don't find a lot of reviews on a good t-shirt, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I will be wearing my regular everyday t-shirts that I, that I've had for years, you know, and they're all nice and comfortable. And I have a small tip. It. I have a tip actually about, about specifically t-shirts. Um, I've been trying to hit up national parks, uh, as often as we can, uh, Jesse and I, Mm-hmm. Um, so when we go on vacation, we try to hit up some national parks. And one of the things that might seem a bit too touristy for some is, in my opinion, a great tip. Um, if you hit up a lot of the the like the stores, the tourist stores on like in these national parks, a lot of them have T-shirts and they are not cotton t-shirts and that's important because cotton is horrible for for hiking there'll be polyester blends and and whatnot so they wick away this the sweat and they don't sit there and they don't chafe and they don't rub against you really bad and so you can you can go miles and miles and miles with these things and they're usually only like 15 bucks so you don't have to go out and get like a fjall raven expensive shirt if you're going to the national parks you can usually pick one up and, you know, it'll, it'll, it'll say, you know, you know, uh, Great Smoky Mountains or it'll say Acadia National Park or it'll say whatever. Uh, but they're usually like 15 maybe $20. It's a memory for one. Uh, you get the T-shirt and you can remember, you know, you hiked out at one of these national parks. Um, but at the same time, they're very useful for hiking later on. And so that's oh, what I've been doing. Yeah, I've been picking up – anytime we go to a national park, I pick up uh, one of the T-shirts from from one of the stores. You look a little bit touristy, um, but at the same time, they're cheap uh, compared to, like, dedicated hiking shirts. Um, they're definitely cheap, and uh, they work. You know, I have I've had – I have no complaints about any of the T-shirts that I've ever bought at, at those kinds of stores. So that's kind of, like, my tip for – for this podcast, I suppose. <clears throat> Not that we do tips every podcast or anything, but um, <clears throat> it's uh, it's something that's worked out for me, and maybe it'll work out for others, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I still I still love that backpack, the, the Atmos uh, 50 AG, so that's the one I'm going to be bringing. <clears throat> so for hiking, it's going to be, you know, usually like a, I, I think I picked up a pair of 511 uh, pants for my birthday from, from my fiance. I'll be wearing those most likely, um, a national park t-shirt, uh, my Atmos 50 AG backpack. Um, as far as sleeping goes, like we already said, it's going to be, um, <clears throat> the hammocks and the snug pack 45 degree bag. Um, for cooking, I like my Tokes pot and a Trangia with uh, my bush box. Um, although I really do want to, I want to start using the bush box more as a hobo stove because uh, I feel like I rely on the Trangia. Um, it's not. It's not even like a, 
a thought like I can just fill the the bush box up with sticks and use just sticks. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I just go straight for, I go, I go straight for the, uh, the Trangia. It's easy. It's, um, it's, it's just become, I feel like it's become too easy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would be more than, uh, willing to try and start a little fire in the bush box and use that. Yeah. And that's, I, we can use different techniques and yeah, and I've done it. That. Yeah, I've done it with the bush box a couple of times. Uh, it's just, I feel like any time that we go out hiking or camping, that we just all kind of just default to the Trangia. Yeah, which I mean, the Trangia is great, um, and it's for for uh, practice. I feel like it's a great backup. You know, if you're out there and it's raining or something like that, and it's going to be hard to find kindling, uh, size sticks, uh, that are dry. Um, then the Trangia is perfect. You know, it, it doesn't really get any better than that thing. Yeah. In, right, in, right. in, in my opinion. Um, but at the same time, I mean, if it's dry, why use the alcohol? Yeah. Which makes sense. You can conserve the alcohol in case you need it. Uh, for example, like this trip, I think we're planning on uh, camping out for, what, three nights? Yeah, something like that. Uh, so we may well end up with a little bit of rain here and there somewhere. Uh, so it would be wise for us to conserve the alcohol for a minute. Yeah, especially, you know, three <laughs> three meals a day, uh, yeah. three three to four days. You know, you can really start plowing through all that, all the, uh, the alcohol in that Trangia. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's something that I've been I've been thinking about, uh, especially this week, and I've been clearing a lot of brush in the backyard and just burning it all. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I do too. So, so I'm, I'm burning all this brush, like tons of it. I finally got through it all today, uh, so I don't have any more in the backyard. Uh, but this whole time, I'm like picking up all these little tiny sticks around the yard, and I'm like, you know what? I really should just start using this kind of stuff more often when I'm out. Um, all too often, like I said, I just kind of just fall back on the trangia and just call it a day. Boil up some water, cook some food up, and and then just get to reading or something. Or just like, you know, I, I you hike all day out there. And, and uh, while you're hiking, I mean, you can pick up like a little bag, you know, and just throw throw little sticks in it, you know? Yeah. That saves you a lot of time when you set up for your camp. Yeah. So then when you finally get to your camp, you're not sitting there like setting up camp and then hunting all over the place for kindling or, or, or sticks and whatnot. You, you already have it all. It's already sitting in a bag. Uh, I think we're going to have to do that this trip for sure. Well, you just got really excited there. I do. Yeah. That that (laughs) just like, I never even thought about doing that. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. Um, especially if you're like, um, more into bushcraft and whatnot. I know like when, when I go like backpacking trips, you know, sometimes I'll just bring, you know, my jet boil or something. Um, but I find the jet boils are just so loud. Mm. Uh, if, if I'm trying to just not so much be stealthy, I haven't really had to, or I haven't really been in a position where I've needed to be stealth camping. Um, but at the same time, the the jet boils. I mean, they're just they are. I mean, you use them; it's just so so loud. Um, the Trangia, I, I guess I'm I'm just spoiled by it. I mean, it's 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 easy to use. It's quiet. It's quick, and uh, it takes it takes really no effort to get the thing going. Um, 
but yeah, I've been I've been contemplating picking up kind of like a heavy duty bag, like just something to carry sticks in um, that I can strap to like my belt or something like that. And then just as we as you go along, you pick up some sticks, um, and then when you get to your camp, your your bag is nice and full, and uh, you can just get your your fire box or your your bush box or even just a regular fire going because you now have all the kindling. I mean, you're not going to haul around on your hike. You're not going to haul around logs that you would put no, in your actual fire. But all the stuff that you'd want to you'd want to gather uh, to start the fire. I mean, you just pick it up along the way. Yeah. So I actually have a little bag. It's made out of. I'm not sure. It's it's a pretty heavy duty bag. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's. It's maybe eight inches in diameter and like 10 inches tall. Uh, yeah. That would work pretty well to gather up a bunch of uh, a, little, a little pile of kindling. Yeah. And if you can just like uh, attach it to your belt or something like that, that way it's it's constantly yeah, it right there. You just, yeah, what's that? I think it has drawstrings on it too. So that would yeah. be perfect. So you just you just strap it to your belt or something like that so that it's constantly banging against your leg reminding you, oh, pick up sticks, pick up sticks, yeah. <laughs> you know? And then and then you just do. And then you get to you get to camp or or you're you're hiking throughout the day. I mean you get up in the morning, you eat your breakfast or whatever, and you take off, you're picking up a couple of twigs here and there, some kindling. By lunchtime you have plenty to to cook up your lunch. And then after lunch, you know, you keep picking them up. And by the time you get to your campsite, you're, you got your stuff all set, ready to go for dinner. You set up your hammocks and yeah, eat dinner. Yeah. It's something that I keep having to remind myself that, you know, like I said, I rely way too much on the Trangia and I'm always kind of going back to the Trangia and, you know, singing the praises of the Trangia, but I feel like it's taking away from, um, paying attention to, you know, being more resourceful when you're out in the woods. Yeah, which I would like to try to do that too, uh, to be more, yeah. um, I guess, uh, yeah, resourceful is a good word. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but more, more so than that, I mean, um, you know, we always, I feel like we always kind of daydream or fantasize about being self-sufficient, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, having to run back to an Ace Hardware store or Walmart to pick up more alcohol, um, not very self-sufficient. No. But, yeah, so uh, Memorial Day weekend, Linville Gorge. Um, I'm not trying to do a million miles. I don't know. Oh, how, good. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> I don't know how you're feeling about that. Um, uh, I, I wouldn't mind, you know, if we hiked – all day in one direction set up camp and then hiked all the way back out and then you know went and did some of the sightseeing but every day we make sure that we hike a decent amount yeah but um i'd like to wake up in a different place pretty much every every day yeah Um, if if uh if at all possible but i mean we'll we'll see when we get up there what it's looking like you know yeah, and we'll have to start doing some research on what the sites are to see where the trails are. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we could do like a two-day loop and then circle back to the car. 
Yeah. And then drop packs and go do a couple of day hikes. But also, if anyone has, uh, and if anyone listening has any recommendations for for trails or anything like that, um, we're definitely open to um, two recommendations. Um, If you've done a a really cool trail out there around the Linville Gorge or the Pisgah National Forest in general, if you've done anything out there that you really enjoyed that you think we'd like, uh, definitely hit us up. We'd love to hear about it. if you have any cool stories, I mean, that you want to share with us, we'd love to hear about those too. <clears throat> and I mean, just to kind of wrap things up today, um, I know David and I are going to continue to plan out this trip thoroughly because um, it is just the two of us. Um, we kind of have an idea of what we want to get done and accomplished um, out there. Like I said, like just like we were just saying, you know. I want to I want to practice some more just outdoor skills. I want to kind of see how resourceful we can be and how uh, um, self sufficient we can be for just a couple of days. It's just fun to do, you know. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, you know the the I'm not going out there to build a, a camp or anything like that. Um, I'm not trying to be all. I'm not trying to be really bushcrafty. Uh, if I was going to be like bushcrafty and and build like a little fort out in the middle of the forest i'd like it to be my forest that i own and paid my own taxes on you know what i mean um as far as the national forests are concerned i like to keep them as pristine as possible for everybody else to enjoy as well you know absolutely but as far as this episode goes dave thanks for joining me again Uh, i know it's been a while hopefully we can get kind of back into this i know in a couple of weeks after we have the linville gorge trip we'll definitely have more to talk about um but yeah thanks for thanks for stopping by again if uh if you want to review us on itunes we appreciate it you want to hit us up on our facebook page or join our facebook group also uh feel free if you want to comment, we always appreciate comments. Uh, if, you want to sh- if you want to share a story with us, uh, I'm, I love hearing other people's experiences out in the woods. Uh, that's kind of why I started the podcast. Um, if you have a really cool story, um, I might even give you a call and have you have you on the show. Um, if you want to be, of course. If... Uh, <clears throat> Uh, I don't know what else to say on that one. But in in any case, thanks for listening. Uh, Hopefully we'll have something awesome for you guys to listen to again next week. And uh, we will see you soon. Thanks again.